If you have said yes to something or committed to something or even just made the public declaration of this is what I'm going to do in an area of your life, do you feel like you are now fully locked into that decision or are you someone who gives yourself permission to reassess, reevaluate and pivot if needed to? Back in the day, I used to feel like I, if I had said yes, I was locked in no matter what. And there was times when that actually was really damaging for me. And since then, what I've really discovered is this thing that I used to see as being kind of flaky or irresponsible, that permission to change your mind and choose a new path if needed, has actually been a strategy that has served me so well in my life, professionally, personally, in my career, in my relationships. And this is what I want to talk with you a little bit about today. I'm your host, April Boyd. You are listening to the Is It Me or Is It Them podcast. And this is a spot for those of us who want to take responsibility for how we show up in our lives, in our relationships, in our conversations without taking too much responsibility for somebody else and what might be happening on their side of the fence. This is a spot for you if you want to hear about how to show up and speak up with more kindness, confidence, and courage, whether you are talking to the ones that you love or are dealing with the ones who are driving you crazy. I thank you so much for being here. So this topic is something that that I hear a lot about when I'm talking to my friends and clients. And it's something I've been thinking a lot about lately, because if you've been listening to my podcast or following me on Instagram for a while, you've probably seen me uh, or heard me talking about the Reset Your Mindset program. This is a program that I've run three previous uh, sequences of, and I've loved doing it so much. And I'd been sharing with everybody that my intention was to offer another, our fourth round of that in the fall. And here's what kind of happened with that. As the time got closer, when I knew that I should be starting to put it out there, starting to send my invitations, starting to let people know that this was happening, I just kind of got a bit immobilized. It would be this thing that was sitting on my to-do list week after week after week and another week would go by and I did not do the review of my content because I always do a bit of a brush up and think about how I want to make it even better and I did not talk to anybody or put out you know the information of of the details for it I didn't commit and and that was a really interesting phenomenon for me and I started to really check in to say okay what is going on here for myself. What is this resistance that's happening? And as I sat with that and and first off just fully gave myself some room to say I I don't want to push myself, which is maybe something I would have done a number of years ago. I would have said, "No, I've committed to this. I told people that this was happening. People are looking forward to this, so like I need to follow through and get it done." I did not go that direction because these days I I knew to kind of slow down and listen. And 
in that space of just giving myself permission to feel that out, the conclusion that I came to was that something was just feeling a bit off for timing. And, you know, I, as I was logically trying to think my way through this, you know, logically, it would have been a great idea. Logically, I had, you know, a circle of women that were so excited to come and be a part of this group again. And logically, it would have been the right thing to do. But something just wasn't fully resonating for me. Something was just not feeling like it was really in alignment. And so I made the decision and I had to kind of use my brain to like, you know, almost like buffer that a little bit and say, hey, you know, what? I do have a lot of travel coming up and, you know, I, I, maybe it's a good idea that I do give myself a little bit of space to just kind of be in the season that I'm in right now. But really it was just knowing and hearing that, that something was off for me and that this just was not a full body yes. And that's really important for me because this is something that I love to do so much. So it was tricky for me to kind of step back and say, you know, but something's a little bit off here. And then this like incredible thing that happened. And this is actually a story that I shared at our last uh, breathwork retreat this past Sunday. Thank you to all of you. If you're one of the women that was at that workshop, I, I love doing that with you. But one of the things that I had shared with them was that what happened was from the time that I made the decision to say, I'm going to retract my previous decision of offering it in the fall to this point in time, my plate actually got really full with things that I could not have anticipated or predicted. My plate became really full of things that required a lot of my time and energy and that stuff was not on my radar, you know, a month ago or two months ago when I was thinking about offering the Reset Your Mindset program, and my body was essentially resisting that decision. And so it was such a fascinating reminder for me of listening to what my gut has to say and trusting that there's something happening there, even if I don't have all the logical bits of data just yet. And so I was so unbelievably thankful for myself for listening to what my gut had to say and for giving myself that space because I then realized if I had been doing the Reset My Mindset program right now, I don't know that it would be, it would not be the best that it could be because when I do that program, I do each module each week with a group, right? I fully do the full process for my own self because I just know the benefits of that work. And I really believe in, in leading from the front. And each time that I move through those tools, my life deepens and my power strengthens and I just expand, right? It just, I grow and I learn, even from the tools that I use, my, like created. <laughs> so it, it so I wanted to really be in integrity with that and to be able to show up in the group with that energy and with that presence. And now it's so interesting for me to realize if I had just pushed through, I would not be the best, absolute best leader that I could be for that group. I, I would be in a state of, of forcing as opposed to flowing a little bit with that. And this was 
you know, I'm sharing this story with you because when I'm talking to my friends and when I'm talking to my clients, and I can certainly fall into this, I've definitely fallen into this a lot in the past, when I would almost have that old self-judgment that we do, when we basically say, you know, you can't change your mind, you're going to look flaky. You can't pivot, that's going to look irresponsible. Right, And we get into this place of really armoring up to protect our egos more so than trusting the wisdom of our own gut instincts. Had I pushed through with my ego, I would be exhausted right now. I would not even have the energy to do this podcast episode because my plate would be so full just following through on all of my commitments. And so the other thing that I see often happens is When we live with this mantra, when we live with this framework where we say, if I commit, I have to follow through no matter what, what also happens is people get really stuck in a place of analysis paralysis because if you can't give yourself permission to adjust or change your mind later as needed, oh my goodness, what an unbelievable amount of pressure to have to carry on your shoulders to say, even though I don't know what this experience is going to be like for me yet, because I'm not in it yet, I have to like fully put two feet in before I've even tested the water and I have to commit no matter what and hold myself to that. And I see people get really stuck in the state of analysis paralysis and the state of freeze where they're so afraid of making the wrong decision that they just wait and wait and wait and wait and do nothing. And there might be times where we need to wait for the right answer to come. But if you're relating to this, the question that I would ask is, are you locking yourself in no matter what? Or are you giving yourself permission to pivot if needed? And so I'll I'll give an example. I was talking to a, a client of mine who was making the decision to go back to school. And she was looking at what programs she wanted to take. And she was feeling suddenly all of her excitement about going back to school and kind of following that dream moved into this place of total overwhelm and shutdown where she would just get so anxious, even just thinking about going in and officially registering. And the anxiousness for her, the overwhelm for her was, but oh my goodness, I'm not 100% sure which program I should actually be taking. And my response is, well, no wonder, like how could you 100% know what program you'd most want to be taking because you haven't actually got to try it out yet. So it's kind of like saying, you know, if you're going and trying on, let's say you need to buy a new dress for an event or something. (laughs) I know it's a silly example, but bear with me for a second. It's like saying that you have to go and just pick it up off of the shelf and commit to wearing that dress no matter what even if you feel terrible in it, even if it doesn't fit very well, even if it doesn't make you feel good, even if it's uncomfortable and scratches your skin, just because you committed. And no, that's not what we need to do. We need to try things on. And I think that applies to so many other areas of our life as well. 
What would you be doing if you just were allowed to try things on and see how it feels? Because we can't always predict where we're going to be or how something is going to connect with us until we get there. And on top of that, this applies to even just looking at the commitments in your calendar that you have coming up over the next month or a few weeks. Again, I used to feel like if I said yes, I had to follow through no matter what. And I've come to really see that as a bit of destructive perfectionism. Perfectionism that, you know, was following a set of strict rules and code of conduct that wasn't really about, wasn't about keeping my relationships running well. It wasn't about being a good person. It wasn't about being someone that people could trust. It was about maintaining these perfectionistic rules, right? They really did not serve me and my relationships. And so now, you know, especially if I look at my calendar and I start to feel, you know, a little bit of overwhelm if it's getting a little bit too busy with some of my commitments or projects, is I'll stop and remember, I don't have to have this all figured out just yet. I can pivot and readjust as I need to as I get there. Now, I want to be clear that I'm not encouraging anyone to be thoughtless or reckless with anybody else's time or considerations, right? I'm not suggesting that you always just flake out and bail on your friends because, you know, it's, you know, always just not great timing for you. I think there's times when we have to really, well, we always have to assess the impact of that change on the people around us. But there's times when the impact is fine, right? If this is just like a gathering and you've seen these people fairly often and this is not the best timing, maybe you're feeling a bit run down and you need a night at home to recharge rather than going to one more event or keeping up one more commitment that week. I think that might be worth considering giving yourself permission to do that. Now that said, if this is a relationship that, you know, it's maybe a newer friendship or connection, this person has reached out to you, you've had to decline a couple times because the timing just didn't work out. And now it's like that third invitation. And you know that if you say no, at this point, the person's going to stop asking, right? So I'm not suggesting that we just blindly, (laughs) you know, swing our way through this, what I'm talking about is really making thoughtful, mindful, kind decisions that are both kind to the other person and kind to ourselves. And when we can do this, we can allow ourselves to just acknowledge the basic inevitable reality that our energy levels are going to fluctuate that we're sometimes going to get dealt things that we have to deal with or take care of that are, that were unpredictable, right? That we did not know was going to take up that much space coming up, right? And so I have heard people talk about canceling appointments with clients. I, I was listening to a coach one time and she was talking about how she'll cancel an appointment with a client if she's not feeling like a hundred percent her best. And I actually disagree with that model, right? Because again, to me, this time 
ties into, I don't want to be thoughtless or careless with people's time either, with people's, the impact on other people around us. And so I know if I've booked an appointment with somebody, whether that's for my own coaching or whether that's, you know, for just something that I need to get done in my life, I'm looking forward to that, right? I've blocked that time off. I've made other plans around that. And so I'm very aware that when somebody books with me, that's a big deal, right? They've possibly got a babysitter. They've possibly arranged, had to make arrangements to do this. So I'm not at all suggesting that we just get really flimsy with, well, I'm not a hundred percent at my best. Like, are you able to do a good job? Are you able to meet this person's need? (laughs) Are you able to give them what they want and what they came here for? And if the answer is yes, then like absolutely you keep that commitment. If you have a massive migraine, (laughs) if you're really not feeling good and it's going to impact the work and the person is not going to be well served, then yes, right? The kindest thing would be to reschedule and not waste that person's time in that way. So for me, it comes down into this integrity, right? This integrity with being both kind to the other person and kind to our own selves. And for me, that was a big switch because I only used to be concerned about the other person, So I would show up if I was exhausted. I remember driving to work uh, at one point in time in like a massive snowstorm because it was so foreign to me. It was so unfamiliar to me to even cancel something, even if my own safety was possibly impacted, which is crazy when I think back on that now, right? I'm going to drive on dangerous Canadian highways in a snowstorm for a job that like it actually would have been fine if I wasn't there that day, right? So what I'm encouraging you to do is to look at your own built-in assumptions, your own built-in set of operating instructions. Are you carrying perfectionistic rules and expectations of yourself or even of others? Just something for you to think about today. And if you found this useful, I would love to hear from you. I would so appreciate it if you took a screenshot and shared this on Instagram. Oh yeah, and the other change that I meant to tell you that I'm thinking about, again, permission to change your mind. I'm seriously considering changing the name of this podcast. I was not in love with the name of this podcast when I first put it out there. Is it me or is it them? Really how I made that decision was I was really just thinking about what is the kind of core bottom line that I often get asked the most, right? If I were to kind of boil down the questions that I get asked any given week, right? What What's the common thread or essence of that and often not always but often it comes down to this is it me or is it them right do I need to change or you know is it something on their side of the fence right what part of this am I responsible for but there's part of that that does not fully resonate for me right? Because it almost feels a little bit like locating blame in a way there's part of it that almost feels a little bit like a jab. (laughs) And so when I look at that phrase of is it me or is it them in that way? So I'm giving myself permission to consider a name change. And 
If I had waited until I had the perfect name, which I still do not have the perfect name, uh, but if I had waited until I had the perfect name for my podcast, you would not be listening to this right now. That's just the basic truth of this. I never would have got it out the door. And so at that point, I gave myself permission to put it out there and know that I could always change my mind later. And that's just the truth of it. For 95% of things, I don't know what the mathematical statistic of that would be, but for most things, you can change your mind. You're allowed to do that. It's safe. It's okay. Nobody's going to get hurt, right? And even in the moments when it does possibly hurt somebody, I would argue that that permission to change your mind actually causes less damage than trying to just avoid that initial hurt. And as I say that, I think of, you know, so many of the people that I have spoken to that are staying in a relationship where they're no longer in love with the person, where they no longer are getting their needs met, where they're no longer giving that person the best of their themselves because they don't want to have a conversation with the person where they witness that person's heart being broken right? And so instead of doing that, (laughs) they're going to put their partner in the position of being with someone who doesn't love them, right? So that's just one example when I say sometimes what we think is kind is not always kind. So it's kind of looking at what rules and protocols are you forcing yourself to follow and live up to and which of those need to be questioned and reassessed so that you can live in a way that is kinder, that is more fun, that is more loving, that is more free, that gets you closer to everything that you want. So again, thank you for listening and connect with me on Instagram. I'm at withloveapril. And if you have a topic that you would like to hear me discuss, then send me a message and let me know. All right. Oh, and the Reset Your Mindset program, I'm looking at doing January. So if you're interested in that, I will put a link for you to show up and make sure that you get the, in the show notes, to make sure that you get the invitation and notice when that wonderful group does happen. All right. Take care and have a good day.